I want us to look at Psalm 81, verse 10. Psalm 81, verse 10. This might sound familiar. I think you probably all know it by heart. In fact, the ladies from uh, the group last week, last Saturday morning, uh, sang this as a Dutch hymn, and that was a blessing to us all. And let me read it for us. I am the Lord your God who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Open your mouth wide and I will fill it. I don't know how many of you like uh, nature programs on television. I've watched them for many years and I enjoy the uh, beauty of God's creation as they show it and the way he's orchestrated and created uh, animals and uh, insects and everything to work together in his world. And one of the things that I found in so many nature programs through the years is that they have a shot of a bird's nest. There's a little bird's nest here up in a tree. It's quiet. You don't see anything. But then this little uh, this uh, mother bird comes flying up and lands on the nest. And what happens then? All the little chicks that are in that nest pop up and they have their beaks wide open. I know you've all seen this. And they're chirping like crazy, and they will not shut up. <laughs> they will not uh, quiet down. They want to be fed. The mother bird has brought in a worm, however they do that, regurgitated. Maybe I shouldn't mention that this time of the morning, but uh, they're fed. They squawk and they chirp, and they keep on chirping. And when they're fed, then they're satisfied for a little bit. But then they're right back up after they swallow that worm and they're chirping for more. And I think in, in God's world, that is a picture of what we have in this verse. He commands us to open our mouths wide to him. And he promises to fill it. He promises to fill us with exactly what we need in our personal lives. And especially in terms of the kingdom, his kingdom and advancing that kingdom. And you can just picture those little birds, how uh, intent they are on getting their food. And they will not shut up. They will not cease. And one thing we can notice about those little birds in that nest is that they're not timid about begging for their food, are they? They beg and they beg and they keep on begging. And they will not stop. In fact, it becomes, if you're listening to it, a little bit annoying because here's this shrill sound of these little birds uh, chirping and, and they're stretching their mouth, their beaks open as far as they can get them, and they're not satisfied. And I want to kind of compare that. It's it's a weak comparison to how we must be when we come to the Lord. Yes, we come humbly, but we also come boldly to the throne of grace. And we're not to be timid either. We are to open our mouths wide, and He will fill what we need what the church needs, especially when we're praying with kingdom focus. Yes, we pray for one another, and that's a part of intercession, supplication for others. But when our prayers, like they are so much on this prayer time, focused on the expansion of the kingdom of God, we need to be like the little birds who continually beg and, and chirp and cry out to be fed. And we need to maintain that. Um, the first part of the verse says, I am the Lord, your God, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. Think about that. You know the story. But what was required of the Lord? How did God get involved in the lives of the, the people of Israel in delivering them from Egypt? 
he showed his power, didn't he? He destroyed an Egyptian army. He parted a, a sea. He, uh, you know, led them by a pillar of cloud in the daytime and a pillar of fire at night. He had water come out of a rock, uh, the manna in the wilderness. All of God's power and glory was shown in the fact that he was delivering them from the land of Egypt. And that is his case for commanding us to open our mouths wide so that he can fill us with all the holy and wonderful things that he has for the people in the kingdom of God. And I, I just want to ask if he did that for the people of Israel, an earthly people trying to establish an earthly, earthly kingdom. They were the spiritual uh, kingdom of God as well. But if he did that for them, what will he do for us as we continue day by day and also in our private times of prayer and in our churches to cry out for the advancement of the kingdom of God? What will he do? What will he do? I think it's safe to say that he will exhibit his power on behalf of his people and on behalf of his son, Jesus Christ. He will exalt him and honor, cause him to be honored and worshiped. He will do that for us, and he will continually do it. I uh, saw one of these little bird nests up close one time, uh, an apartment I had before I was married. I uh, There was a little rusted out uh, air conditioner, just the shell of it, outside in the alley. And every time I would walk by that, and when it was you know springtime, the little birds were in there. And every time I walked by, they would begin chirping. And you could look in and you see their little beaks as wide as they could be opened. And they were just crying out to be fed. Now, I wasn't going to feed them because I'm not going to go out and get a worm and chew it up and bring it to them and <laughs> do all that process. But it just showed me how uh, persistent they are. They were in their need and crying out for God to fill that need. And I'm encouraged by that because I don't believe we are timid in this prayer group. We pray boldly. We pray with faith. We pray humbly. And we pray with great need and weakness, but the Holy Spirit accompanies our prayers and brings them to the Father through our Lord Jesus Christ, our great high priest. So I am encouraged. And the fact that we're not timid, I think, is a evidence that God himself is working in the prayers of his people, especially ours. But we know that people are praying around the world. There are some corporate prayer groups and some churches that have more of a corporate focus in their worship and their, and their uh, prayer times that they have. I just pray this morning, and along with you, that we do not lose that passion. We're here for a purpose, to make disciples of all the nations, to see God expand his kingdom in our time, to see great revival and awakening. We pray constantly for revival in our own souls, that God would help us in this sanctifying process of walking through this world, uh, battling remaining sin in our lives, and striving to uh, have the Holy Spirit strengthen us with the Word of God to be able to share that with people and to see people come to Christ. I just pray that we will not lose that passion. We're not birds, but we can be annoying. <laughs> And by in a good way. And I don't think God is annoyed with our our prayers, our crying out to him like he is, I mean, like we are with the little birds chirping day and night. But uh, we're not birds. Maybe we could act like them and just really continue to 
come before the Lord, remembering what he has done in the past and knowing from scripture what he is going to do now and in the future, we have great hope. We have great uh, encouragement there to continually uh, keep this group going, not let it fall by the wayside. That's my prayer every day that uh, the enemy, enemy will not sneak in and disrupt our group and other groups around the world and cause people to cease praying. So let's be encouraged by that today. I'm encouraged by it. Again, I love that Dutch hymn that, that the ladies and I think Daniel was with them uh, in that group. They sang so beautiful. And let's just focus on the fact that God calls upon us to open our mouths wide. And we know that he will keep his promise. He will fill us and he will fill the church with what he has ordained and what he uh, knows is necessary for us each and every day.